Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here on Wednesday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, May corn futures down a quarter cent at 3.76 and a quarter. We've got May soybeans up one at 8.89 and a quarter. May Chicago wheat is down one and a quarter at 5.35 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat down a quarter cent at 4.61 and three quarters. May spring wheat is up two and a half at 5.32. The uh, coronavirus, obviously still the big story here this week. That's what's making headlines. The U.S. Center for Disease Control, that's the CDC, said yesterday that a pandemic was likely, but said that the risk is low for the time being. And a pandemic, of course, um, does not necessarily have to mean a global disaster. It just means a, a disease or a virus that spreads throughout uh, a number of regions or countries. Uh, the CDC's principal deputy director said yesterday, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when and how many people will be infected. And there's already 57 cases in the United States. I, I think that CDC believes that those numbers probably grow. But as, as far as the U.S. goes, we've got this thing uh, mostly contained for the moment. The issue or the, the cause for concern, I think, is the rise of new cases in non-Chinese countries. Um, that is, has sparked fears of a global spread, and that's been the issue with the markets here this week. So you look at the U.S. stock market, which has been the big thing to watch, and the S&P, as of yesterday's close, has lost about 8% from the all-time high that was posted just last week, I believe. We've lost almost 7% in just the last two days. Downward corrections in recent years, they all come for different reasons, but we've, we've seen losses of 10 to 15% in some of these corrections, and that would not be unprecedented. So I, I don't know when this uh, sell-off in the stock market will end, if it ends, um, but history over the last several years will tell you that you know 10 or 15 percent would be reasonable so we could very well slip further i will say that the market has recovered this morning the dow was down 400 at one point overnight and it's come back to about unchanged or a little bit better than that this morning so if you do see that continuation of the sharp sell-off in the stock market that could of course trigger further weakness in our grain markets um, moves of that magnitude when you get that sharp of a sell-off in that short of a period of time it can really bleed into a lot of markets and we've seen some of that in the grain markets and, and maybe more so in the livestock markets the cattle market's really taken a beating here the last few days fund traders uh no surprise have been active sellers of the grain markets this week it's now estimated that funds are short about 105,000 contracts of soybeans that's a rare occasion for the fund trader to be short more than 100,000. if i'm an end user in the beans i'm probably taking a pretty serious look here Funds are estimated to be net short about 102,000 contracts of corn at yesterday's close. That's not an extreme position, um, but it's it's on its way there, perhaps. The fund long in the SRW wheat market, perhaps the most interesting here. Funds were long more than 60 or about 60,000 contracts of SRW wheat just a few sessions ago. It was estimated that they were only net long about 36,000 contracts at yesterday's close. So when you get an event like this and you get renewed fears regarding this virus over the weekend and everything collapses these fund traders are not going to want to stick with these longs in the wheat market i don't think and that's what we've seen we've seen liquidation there and i talked about in in uh on previous shows here uh that you know when funds become extremely long the markets when they be, have historically large length in a market it often correlates with marketing opportunities and that's what we saw here in the uh, wheat market over the last couple of weeks the u.s dollar index has retreated from some of its recent highs. The sell-off hasn't been drastic, but it should be noted. Now, the strong dollar, of course, has been a problem for U.S. exporters of, of anything, really, as of late. 
Um, perhaps more importantly, as corn and soybean marketers, the Brazilian real has barely budged from the all-time lows that it printed versus the dollar just a few days ago. So U.S. corn and soybean exporters, I think, will continue to deal with a currency disadvantage versus Brazil, who, of course, is our big competitor. Brazil has a record crop on the way. They've got a very cheap currency. They've got a freight advantage. So when you're talking about sales to China, uh, Brazil has the obvious advantage here. And China has problems of its own with this coronavirus, which has drastically slowed the economy. It's, uh, it's impacted imports and exports. So you've got a lot of issues here when it comes to the export market in soybeans in particular, which make up essentially half of our demand base for U.S. beans. When it comes to the U.S. bean crop, typically, to put it simply, about half of it's exported, about half of it is crushed here in the United States, and that export uh, uh, side of it has a lot of problems. Crude oil futures fell to their lowest level since January of 2019 overnight. Spot month April WTI fell below the $49 per barrel mark briefly. Spot month heating oil futures, which we can use to track farm diesel prices, fell to a low of $1.52 per gallon. That's the lowest trade for any spot month uh, heating oil contract since July of 2017. So perhaps a nice opportunity here, and and we've discussed it here during this sell-off during the last few weeks, uh, about the the potential uh, opportunity to lock in some fuel costs. And uh, it's at, at almost two-year, almost three-year lows now. So uh, that's probably not a, a bad opportunity to lock in some of this stuff. Fears regarding the economic slowdown of the coronavirus are the obvious culprit here, just like in a lot of markets. Uh, we've got some uh, expirations and delivery periods coming up. Friday is first notice day for March grain futures. So anybody who has a March basis contract versus corn, soybeans, or wheat will be forced to either price or roll those uh, here in the next couple days. And uh, we've also got last trading day for February live cattle futures on Friday. So be sure to take a look at any remaining open positions. Cattle market got beat up pretty good yesterday along with the equities. It seems like we have that correlation whenever there's a big move to the downside in the equities. Um, outside markets, again, we've rebounded um, a little bit here. We've got the um, the Dow is now up 34 points, which is, doesn't sound like much, but we were down more than 400 overnight. S&P's up six. U.S. dollars up just a little bit. We've got the crude oil down 50 cents. Again, 49.34 is last trade in that April WTI. And uh, we've got the precious metals um, just a little bit lower here, it looks like. If you need some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you are seeking a level-headed approach to your grain marketing, sign up for my newsletter, $49 a month. Cancel at any time. You will know when and how I'm marketing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.